Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, news, and info for everything March Madness and NBA this year. From the Final Four to the NBA playoffs, BetOnline is your sports information headquarters this season. If you love sports info, score, news, and podcasts, you can find everything at BetOnline. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to bet on head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code believe B L E A V bet online where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where of course we talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Let me do something a little bit different over the next couple of weeks, bringing it to you with a little more frequency. Uh, than we typically do as the as we are coming upon the draft. My name is Javon J. Love Adams, and as always, with me is the one and only Ed Easy Smith, who played not only professional baseball but also played in the National Football League on that first Super Bowl bound team for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. How you doing, my brother? What up, though, brother Jay? Man, it's a good thing that uh, we covered just the Cardinals because we were talking. Uh, suns right now man it'd be like yeah. the sky is falling out here oh my goodness yeah it's interesting when you're in a seven game series um that if it's important to win that first game it doesn't matter if it's home or away because that team that's up 1-0 there's just a little more breathing room and there's and things aren't as uh things aren't as crazy things aren't as pressurized and there's not as much panic that goes on and it also helps when you got the energizer bunny on your team if you the the los angeles clippers with uh with with Westbrook because that man is all intensity, especially when you have a team with uh Kawhi Leonard where he really doesn't show any type of emotion and you got that man that's going that's gonna keep going and going and going. I'll be honest with you, man. I there was a couple times I thought uh Westbrook was working for both sides, man. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> sometimes seriously man, sometimes it's hard to, you know, figure out which team he's actually playing on. <laughs> well you know whichever whichever way he's going, he's going hundred percent though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what team. So again, we, as I mentioned, we're going to be doing something a little bit differently, bringing, bringing you believe in the Arizona Cardinals with a lot more frequency over the next couple of weeks as we lead up to the draft, and especially as we have things that are going on in the world of the Arizona Cardinals. Today, what we want to, we're going to talk about what we think are the greatest needs, uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. But before we get to that, because this might add to some of those needs and we'll get to that in a moment, but, Recently, there was a, a scrubbing of the, the the Twitter account for or social media accounts for one Buddha Baker. Uh, people started to get all all in a in a tizzy because those people who pay attention to the I, I would hate that to be my job to pay attention to all the social media accounts for the for the athletes in my town uh, because if they change something, they scrub something, they they all of a sudden it's now a a topic of discussion. But what ended up coming out not too soon after that is that. He has requested a trade uh, during the, what is it, during the month of February. He went to the team and said, hey, I want to, he's already anticipating with the new regime kind of coming in. Hey, I want to, I want to renegotiate my contract because he has two years left on his deal. And you would think that, especially with the, with the uncertainty of this upcoming season with Kyler Murray 
uh, coming back from injury? Will he come back well before? Will he heal quicker and, and, and rehab faster than we anticipate? Uh, to be able to make it to the start of the season? Probably not. When will they come back? What's this team going to look like? How will they perform? What are the expectations that they want to lock up somebody who is really a fan favorite? He is the heartbeat of the team. He's that guy, as we've mentioned uh, on our radio show, he's that guy that, that never says a, never says a disparaging word. And if, but if that dude all of a sudden says, I want out, then you wonder what's going on with in this in this changing of the guard so to speak again with this new regime so your thoughts on hearing about the trade request by one buddha baker well you know if if the sun if the uh, cardinals were if we want to look at it metaphorically if they were a body he is the heart and the soul of the team and has been for the last few years and i'm pretty sure in my mind as a former athlete i'm, I'm thinking what along the lines of what Buddha's thinking. He sees the read or let's call it deconstruction of this team happening right before his eyes. And he's watching them not really sign any big time free agents. Uh, he knows the draft's coming up. He knows yeah. Kyler Murray's not probably going to be here mid season at best possibility. He could even potentially miss the whole season. And this team is going to really be bad this year. And Buddha's sitting there and he's looking and you got to remember Athletes have a shelf life, man. And he's looking at, yeah, I got yeah. two years left on my deal, but you're asking me to give away in the prime of my career, one of those years and possibly two or three to a team and organization that they know they're not going to be any bad, any good. You know, you want me to go out there and continue to give 150% like I do. I'm giving you the best of what I got. And hey, why don't you? Any up, and if you want me to be around and a part of this organization, go ahead and extend that contract. And for them to say no, Buddha's thinking to himself, okay, so you're not giving, you know, you're not giving me much to work with here. You don't want to extend me. So what are the tea leaves on the on the on the wall? You know, maybe he could be one of those because we all know NFL contracts are not guaranteed. He right. could be one of those guys that all of a sudden, hey Buddha, we don't want to talk to you, you know, and boom, just like that, he's gone. He's yeah. trying to secure a future, man. And if I've given you everything I have, this is your time to, and I know you're a new front office, but, you know, every team, you and I talked about it on the show on uh, Saturday, on our show, the Easy Sports Talk show, every team has one of those dudes that is, as I just mentioned, the heart and the soul of it. And, I, you know, some people will say, well, you got two years left on your contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, life, of, an, of a professional athlete is, is short. He's got only so many years and so many tackles to make, and he's trying to secure his future. The organization doesn't necessarily give him the stamp of approval like, hey, you're for our future, and we're going to show you that by giving you the loop. So yeah. he's thinking, hey, send me somewhere where, one, I'll be appreciated, and, two, I want to win, and it's not going to yeah. be here anytime soon. So, no, you know, I, I feel bad for the fans out there, because they're, they're sitting there, and we've heard all the grumbling and everything already, but I said, it's going to get continue to get leaner around here, especially, you know, once Buddha's made it known that he wants to be traded, it's hard to mend those fences, and uh, as bad as we thought the Cardinals might be this coming year, Jay, it just got a whole lot worse. What's also interesting is that He's, I mean, it's not as if he's a middle of the road player. He's the top, one of the top players that is at the safety position. Just one of the top players in terms of in the NFL period, one of the top 100 players for sure. And it's, it's good. It, 
once a team, it's interesting because you have those, and we had somebody call into our show that that shared that. Yes, he rides with with Buda Baker and supports him, but once you request to to no longer be with the team, we all right, we'll go get on out of here. So there's the loyalty, but then there's also the the allegiance that you have with your team, and it's 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 you you mentioned this before. There's already a lot of the other team's colors or other team's jerseys when they play home games. When you start to dismantle the team, or if you're because they're not saying it out loud, but you you can look at the actions of the, of the players that they're signing for these one for primarily one year one year contracts that they're bringing on, that that it's going to be a teardown with in hopes of a quick turnaround maybe for the following season to hope that you you're able to then spend the money and do the things that you need to do, which is why again DeAndre Hopkins is on is rumored to be on the trading block, but they get no tickets because the man makes a lot of money and he is he's as you've mentioned before, a little bit longer in the tooth. Uh, they have to be careful to alienate the fan base for those non uh non lifer fans, so to speak, those ones that are on the fence that are be quick to leave. And so I I I threw this at you. What if this is something that this new regime uh, with Monty Austin Ford is saying, I mean, if we, we know he's great, but I mean, if we got, if we got to let him go, we got to let him go. And that's one of the bullets that they'll take. Yeah. You know, I've, this is a situation where the new management, they, they come in and some there, sometimes they're a little oblivious to, you know, cause what they're doing, Jay, you got to remember they're coming in and they know his reputation. They've seen him play. And they play yeah. against him, you know, that type of thing. But yeah. he doesn't mean to them what yeah. he might have meant to the previous, uh, you know, office, front office that actually drafted him and cutting off seen him out there. your face. Yeah, yeah. And, they, you know, we talked about it even last year. We watched the uh, hard knocks. And, you know, at one point, Buddha went down during the season with that high ankle sprain. And they were questioning how many weeks he was going to be out. Man, that dude didn't miss a week, a, a game. He came right. back, and you know, but for the, the, the new coming front office and even the coaching staff, they've got they have no allegiance to him, and it's just you know how many times have we heard this Jay in, in movies and and in real life, it's the business. You know, you ain't yeah. too far gone to, to recognize that. That's from Color Purple or you know Purple Rain right there. You know? <laughs> and yeah. and you know that's the sad part of the game because you know the uh, awesome Ford Gannon. They could care less. I mean, they're coming in here to do a job and, you know, their jobs are on the line moving forward. And who knows the conversations that, and this is the part I always hate because as players, we're not privy to the conversations that go on when the doors are closed. And who knows, maybe Bidwell said, you know, hey, you can scrape it to the bone if you want, do what you got to do. And I know next year, you know, we're going to be lean. And you know, so they're figuring, hey, we don't care. Who's here and who did what before? We have our vision and plan of what we're going to do, and if that means ruffling some feathers or getting rid of some guys that mean a lot to the people here, hey, they'll understand because you know what's going to happen. As soon as they trade Buddha, their logic is going to be they'll have the press conference and they'll tell everybody, hey, folks, you know, calm down, we have a plan, and you know, and Ooh. you know, it's it's a sad state of affairs when you start to treat. You know, guys that have given everything that they have to this organization, meaning a Buda Baker, but this is a sign of what, a sign of a lot of what's going to be happening, Jay. Indeed. And I hope 
See, here's the thing. I remember when uh, what when Bruce Arians came in, and, and he really wanted to to relegate uh, Larry Fitzgerald to a to a, a much of a lesser role. And thankfully, he was able to see the error of his ways not too soon into that season, that first season, and let Larry Fitzgerald be Larry Fitzgerald. So yeah. you can you can come in and say, I think this guy is too old, or I think this guy's best days are behind him, but then being able to have a good leader uh is able to understand where they where they were wrong. So we'll see. We'll keep in mind. My my quick question, Jay, is when you have somebody like a Buddha Baker who's the anchor, right? This is the dude yeah. that you let him go, isn't that somebody you want to find who's like you're you're gonna be looking to find <laughs> down the road when you do your reconstruction? Yes, it's like, okay, yes. now we gotta find that heartbeat of the organization that man, you had him and you basically just dogged him and threw him out. Now you're trying oh, to yeah. recreate when you had that, and it's not like he's old. You got a guy in his prime where you, you know, hey, you go to him and it's like Buddha, you know, we're we're gonna be tearing this down, but you are someone we want to be around when we yeah. resurrect and rise again. And yeah. but now you you upset him, you, you know, he wants to trade, you did throw him to to the curve. And what are you doing in two or three years, Jay? Yeah, we're, we're looking we're just, for another Buddha. We're, yeah, we're, we're just, yeah, <laughs> we need to find that that guy. You know, it's like okay, we well, had him. He's, you know, let him go. Speaking of letting go, uh, they're, they're going to be trying to welcome new players to the organization. What do you think are the needs coming into this draft for the Arizona Cardinals? I got, I got three for you. Could shoot. It could be four <laughs> based upon, based upon uh, what, what does or does not happen. But one edge rusher. And I, I don't mm-hmm. think that we, we would deny that edge rusher offensive line. And then looking on some sites, I, I didn't see that in terms of them saying that that's a need for the Arizona Cardinals. But I think center, addressing the center issue, mm-hmm. I think that that would be the center the center position. Also, cornerback, even though they had a cornerback and let that cornerback go. All right, so cornerback. <laughs> uh, so those are the three for me. And then it could be depending on what they do. And I saw some places that had wide receiver as a need. I yeah, you got to. It's funny you got a wide receiver on your on your roster but yeah. uh the other would be looking at uh what was i thinking of? It, it could be safety depending on what they do with buddha baker but but as it stands right now i would say uh i would say edge rusher uh center and cornerback what do you say oh you and i are right there i i the only question i would have because we're you and i you just read right from my list it, okay. the question is the order of importance you know for me Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, O line, edge, cornerback; those are the three main needs that this team need uh, are in search of. Ironically, Jay, those are the three needs we've needed for the last two or three or four years. Right? We've been harping right. on the O line since we started doing this show and beyond. So yeah. you know, and then obviously, you let you look at certain positions. You let a Chandler Jones go, and you know, we no longer have that dude off the edge. Uh, and then we de- totally depleted at the cornerback position. Could that uh, be and, Isaiah Simmons? Maybe you move him around, um, put him there. No. To be, to be honest with you, man, I don't know if he got enough weight in them pants, man. I, you know, gotcha. I just, you know, he's a, he's kind of that, they call him that, uh, that wild hybrid. card hybrid. Yeah. I don't know if he's a dude you line up every, you know, down on the edge and, you know, have him, you know, cause you got to remember he, he would then be going up against, some of the best tackles in the, you know, it's one thing when you're scrape or coming blitzing and you're, yeah. you know, creating avenues for him to come up the middle and make some havoc. But if you're going to line him up every down 
on the outside, especially yeah. on the uh, left side of, you know, formations, he will now be going up against the best tackles and, mm. you know, in, in the league. And, you know, like I said, I don't know if he has enough waiting in pants to, 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 to make those guys, you know, you got my have a speed, but you got to have a combination of things. You're going to be that every down guy will come off the edge. So, so for me, you know, it's those three positions. I guess I would rate them. Uh, and it's, it's not sexy, Jay, but this offensive line, I mean, you can keep patching it up, patching it up, patching it up as much as you want. Yeah. Obviously we're going to be minus Hudson in the, in the middle. We don't have what I would call a, a great left tackle. Uh, you could start all the way across the board on the offensive line. And excuse me, in my opinion, that's, that is the biggest project. If you ask me, uh, of all, you know, because the thing about it, you can go get a cornerback or two. And if you can get one side locked down, now you have a lockdown corner, right? That solves half the field for you with an offensive line. That's five guys that have to be working in unison. If you keep, like I said, going out there and get these guys in fourth and fifth rounds and everybody's leftover free agents, it's never going to be good. So in my opinion, offensive line is the biggest need because it's the need of most. Meaning you're trying to fortify that front. Um, For me. But we know we can't take one at number three. No, you can't, you know. Yeah. If there was a dude that was hands down best offensive line we've seen in the last decade coming out, you might do it, but. Not not in this draft. In right. my opinion, this is the edge. You, you got the edge rushers up there. The problem is how far do you fall back? Because um, I think part of their goal is to stock some picks. So right. they might fall back a little with the right trade, but you still get that edge guy, you know, at five, six, seven, whatever it is. That's probably what they're going to do. And then you right. have multiple picks in the second and third round, where then you can go get those offensive linemen. Cornerback. Um, you know, from what I've been uh, listening to, not the best cornerback um, draft that we've, you know, not in, in recent years. The, the thing is, you can, in this draft, you might be able to find some of the guys, some of those guys on day two and three. You just have, yeah. a sharp, have a sharp eye. So for me, it would be, you know, obviously the edge rusher first. Uh, then if you get multiple picks, that's when you got to start getting those second and third round offensive linemen. And cornerback, maybe on that. That's on your wish list of maybe not this year. We go get a couple, but next year is when we spend that first round pick on that cornerback. And then, as you mentioned, you know, from what we've done recently, even pissing Buddha off. You know, the thing about safety, those guys are out there. You can find good safeties. Not gonna find great ones like Buddha, but you know, that that would be fourth on my list of things that we have to do. Yo, so we'll keep an eye, and so we'll keep on uh, kind of reporting various aspects, and maybe even looking at some players based upon what we what we see as the needs for the Cardinals that maybe they can target in the in not only the first round of the draft, but you know the that's where where the hay is made. Is would you agree the second round and beyond, or is it third round and beyond where where you're where yeah you're, those those day two yeah those day two picks meaning second and third rounds that's when GMs really. They, they get that reputation of finding those, you know, those, those diamonds in the rough. You know, I, I, you and I could sit and do first-round picks. Uh, mm. probably, probably better than read the Cardinals' recent years, but that's supposed to be when it's easy. You know, when when you get into those second and third days, that's when the, the great ones make their reputation. So um, hopefully 
Austin Fort has gotten a lot of tutelage from this is this is gonna reason. yeah we're gonna see because yeah. he's coming in and really seeming to looking to shake things up it would seem well and you know how every that's necessary but I I wonder to what extreme yeah you know how everybody has like you something that they're they're good at or at least yeah. deemed to be good at and yes. from what I'm my my observation of Austin Fort his from where he's been meaning New England to the Titans and the people he's been around, it seems like his strength would be, you know, kind of finding the, at least recognizing the talent and that we hope that's his strength because that's going to be his biggest uh, test, you know, yes. in terms of trying to get this roster back to where it needs to be, because obviously they didn't do it in free agency. And it, that seemed to be by plan this year. So maybe next year, obviously they go out and they, Stock some picks, get a whole bunch of great young draft picks in here. And then next year is like phase two of, okay, we have the young talent. Now we're going to open up the pocketbook a little bit because we're in year two of this. And that's when we just make a splash with our, uh, you know, free agency that, you know, so that's, it seems like that's their plan because they obviously didn't value free agency too much this year. And maybe at that's all. on back burner, meaning, yeah, exactly at all. So maybe year two is when we find, uh, that's that's the uh, where they where they come out and, and show us you know one we're willing to spend the money and uh, bring some guys in here that we know that can help us like right away. All right, so be on the lookout for more and more and more. Just make sure you check the inbox wherever you get us. And as always, we are presented by Bet Online. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. On behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. And as we always like to say around this time, you can. We'll see you again, folks. Be easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.